Entrepreneur on Fire 688. John Lee Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire and prepare to ignite. Meetings are essential to the way we work. Thankfully, we have Citrix GoToMeeting, the powerfully simple way to meet online anywhere, anytime. Try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code FIRE. It's National Make-A-Will Month. LegalZoom provides legal help through independent attorneys and self-help, but they're not a law firm. Protect your family and future today. Visit LegalZoom.com, enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Entrepreneurs near and far, John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Perry Marshall. Perry, are you prepared to ignite? I am preparado. Yes. Perry is the number one author and world's most quoted consultant on Google advertising. He has helped over a 100,000 advertisers save literally billions of dollars in AdWords stupidity tax. Perry, I've given our listeners just a little overview. So take a minute. Tell us about you personally because we want to get to know you and then we'll dive in. Well, um, I, I'm an engineer who got fired from his, uh, laid off actually from, from his engineering job and went into sales and got tossed in the lake and had to learn how to swim <laughs> and, you know, a couple of years of bologna sandwiches and ramen soup and a pregnant wife and, and all of that. And, and I eventually figured out that, uh, it was more about the marketing and positioning that was going to make my sales work. And so I decided, well, you know, what if I got really good at this? So, um, you know, fast forward of 15 years and here we are, and, and I'm really glad to be talking to you. And by the way, um, I, I want to say something. So you did a tour of duty in Iraq, right? Yes, I did. Okay. So, you know, I think without even really giving it much thought, I, I think a lot of people sort of, they put that in a little slot in their mind that's like, well, that's just another job or like that's a way to pay for college or that's a, a, a click on the dial. But that's not just another job. That's like Russian roulette. <laughs> and I want to appreciate you for that. Um, last week, as a matter of fact, um, I listened to a presentation by um, the founder of GoRuck. Yeah. Um, the backpack company. And, you know, and he talked about some of the stuff he went through and boy, you know, like, there is no preparation for that. So, you know, I haven't talked to you about this. I don't, I don't know what your life was like, but I, I just wanted to acknowledge it because, you know, it's, it's, no, uh, it's, it's no can of peaches. No, Perry, my appreciation for your appreciation truly. In fact, it's um, pretty interesting timing because today I sent a newsletter. We do a weekly newsletter. Um, and I definitely openly talk about my, my military service. I spent eight years as an officer, four active, four in the reserves with that 13 month tour of duty in Iraq as a platoon leader in charge of four tanks and 16 men. So we were in it. You know, this was during the Fallujah. Um, you know, it was, it was definitely a serious time. And actually my subject line in today's newsletter, the one out just this morning was, um, I lost four friends in 13 months and what the pain of this loss resulted in. And then I, you know, talk about that very traumatic 13 months in my life. But at the same time, you know, the promise I made on the lives of these four men in my platoon 
you know, whom I was ultimately responsible for that has always driven me forward. Um, and so it's a pretty powerful newsletter. It's gotten a lot of response back. So uh, it's good to see that people, you know, are open to, to reading this kind of stuff because, you know, it is my life and it's so many other lives of men and women who, you know, serve this country. Well, John, the, the only way I think you can be in the world is real. And I think you could sit and you could try to be an MBA and you could say, well, does the marketplace want to hear about this? And (laughs) well, you know, you could certainly talk about it too much, I suppose, but like you should never try to hide it. And, 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 you know, there are even certain things about that are, that are an elephant in the room. And I, I think you just, you just need to use it. It's, it's your story. It's who you are. It's what you've been through. And, and, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, maybe most entrepreneurs, part of what drives them is some kind of really, really painful experience. So true. And, you know, and you know that from all these interviews and like, okay, you know, this, your life is a story. Your life is a movie. Uh, the camera is still shooting. And, you know, every movie has you know, helicopters and explosions and setbacks and all that other stuff. So, you know, accept it and live it. No, and I could not agree with you more. And when you do this kind of stuff, Perry, and you are real, and I think this is important for our listeners, Fire Nation, to really absorb, you know, not 100% of people are going to be jumping on this bandwagon. And for this email that I sent out today, I'm telling you, like 99% of people emailed back and said, John, this is the kick in the butt that I needed. This was so inspiring. Like, thank you for what you've done. It has helped me put my life in perspective a little bit here. You know, I mean, like when you talk about bullets flying as opposed to picking up a phone call and making an outbound call, (laughs) like I'm making an outbound phone call today, John, thanks to you. But I think it's important to note too, you know, you're, you're, you're never going to resonate with everybody and that's okay. You know, I did get a specific email that I could have let bother me that bothers so many people, so many entrepreneurs, they let that one out of the plentitude just tear them down. And, you know, it's from a guy that said, John, number one, this is inappropriate. Number two, you're using your military story. Number three, you're better than this. Like I expected more from you. And I wrote back to oh. that. Yeah. Oh. And that, and, you know, I'm going to, you know, that guy was Mark Condy. You know, he sent me that email and I responded back. I'm like, Mark, you're, you're entitled to your opinion, but I'm like, honestly, you know, if you feel that way, then you're not on the entrepreneur on fire train. And, and that's totally okay. <laughs> Not everybody's supposed to be on this train. Um, but one thing I want to pull it back to you real quick with Perry is you mentioned during, you know, you were sharing your beginning part of your journey. You mentioned, um, you know, there was a baby involved there that was born. And, and I get so many questions because I've done now almost 700 interviews. And they said, yes. John, like, what's a common theme that's come up? And that common theme, Perry, and I've actually written a post about this, has been called the baby effect. So often... <laughs> When the entrepreneurs, you know, they're just kind of shuffling along in life and then they have that baby that's like, oh my goodness, now there's a life that I'm responsible for. That one reality has allowed them to put away all the BS that's been holding them back and just take action, like hardcore action. Did that have any effect with you when, you know, when that baby was brought into this world where you're like, okay, like this is my responsibility now, let's do this. Well, yeah, and actually I wanted... um to have my life figured out before we had kids. And, you know, my wife wanted to have a baby and like, and, 
And like I, I actually put that off for several years, and finally I just kind of needed to to, to give in. Um, and like, okay, uh, my life is kind of a mess, but you know, we're just going to go through and I, and you said life, not wife, right? Your life was kind of a mess. My life. Okay. Life. (laughs) I wanted to clarify uh, that. (laughs) My my professional career was, was, was a disaster actually, but like, you know what I believe is, is you make your commitments now and you make good on them later. Like, I just don't think, you know, whether, you know, getting married, having kids, all all that stuff. Like, and honestly, that's what makes real men of us or real women of us. It, it, it turns the boys into men is like, yeah, I know you don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to figure it out. And if you can't figure it out, there's somebody else who can, and you can find them. So, like, get busy and, like, ready, fire, aim. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have plans or, you know, or or anything like that. But, like, dude, like, just get on with it. And and I really – I think – I think a lot of people are – they're afraid of commitments and they're, you know, like, uh, you know, oh, you know – but but I I could I could get divorced or you know the kid could get hit by a car and yeah I know like life is full of contingencies you could go to Iraq and you could lose four of your friends yep. um in thirteen months like no there there are no guarantees except that if you wait if you wait for your life to happen to you then. I, I guarantee you that you're going to be waiting for your life to happen to you and life will happen to you anyway. It just that uh, you will be a passive participant instead of an active actor. And, and like, I, I don't want to sleepwalk through life. Right. Um, I, I, I hope that I could get like 1% of the world to wake up and stop sleeping, sleepwalking through life. And I would consider my life to be very successful. That's your legacy, Perry, and you are on that track, my friend. And, you know, this brings up an idea, a quote that actually I, I used a lot in my military days. And then I want to pass it over to you for, for the success quote that you're going to share with us. But, you know, this is by Patton, and that's a good plan violently executed now is better than a perfect plan next week. Yes. Right? Absolutely. So, Fire Nation, get a violently executed good plan going right now. So, Perry, take your success quote away. It's a lot easier to be number one in in your market than to be number four or five. And it's a lot easier to make a half a million dollars a year than to make 50,000. And my challenge to you is be the number one player in a growing market. Be the number one player in a growing market. And this is one area that we always talk about, Perry, on Entrepreneur on Fire and with Fire Nation specifically is, you know, what is that niche that you're going to start off dominating? Don't be this broad category at first because you'll resonate with nobody. But where do you want to make a name for yourself? You know, for me, it was podcasting. For you, it's been a number of things, you know, AdWords for sure, but many, many things. And and that's really powerful. And speaking of like what you made a name for yourself, Perry, and that's really where we're going to take this interview. We're going to talk about your journey specifically. And here in Entrepreneur on Fire, we always, Perry, start with a failure, start with an obstacle or a challenge that you face, but we really tell it in a story format. So take us there, Perry, to that moment in time and share with us your failure. This actually goes 
a couple years before the baby came, uh, but, you know, I was still frantically trying to figure things <laughs> out. And, um, you know, so, so I was, I was, I was doing direct sales stuff and I was an MLM distributor and I'm, you know, I got this weird hodgepodge of things that I'm trying to do and none of it is working very well. Okay. It's, it's all frustrating. However, I'm like slugging down motivational tapes like it's espresso and I am just <laughs> determined and I have all these little mantras and I'm like massive action solves every problem <laughs> and like and I am just you know I'm like 25 years old and I've got all this mojo and um and I went to this our, our, our church was doing some really cutting-edge stuff actually and they had this weekend retreat where they decided to test drive a giftedness curriculum on a bunch of us. And so they, they actually, they rented this little cabin and we all went somewhere and we all went through this stuff and it, it was a brilliant thing. It was actually a derivative of this thing called the motivated abilities thing or something. I can't tell you the details of it, but but the bottom line is we spent the whole weekend and, and we did all these exercises. And when we were got, got done, we came home with this notebook of uh, you're gifted at this and you're gifted at this and you're gifted at this. And I looked at all that and I said, that's nice, but you know what? I want to be a diamond. You know, like I want to <laughs> like I had this whole like idea of what I was going to do with my life and I had I had people admire I admired it's like I'm going to be like them and I'm like so that's nice but you know I'm going to do this. Sure. Okay. Well, so I get uh the baby comes, I get laid off from my job, I go into sales and then like two more years go by and my sales career has just been like a spectacular failure. I'm just about to get fired from my job. I don't have any idea what I'm going to do after two years of a sales job that didn't even work. Like, like I'm totally backed into a corner. Like, what am I supposed to tell people? Like, well, yeah, I sold like nothing. I mean, it wasn't nothing, but like it, n nobody was going to be impressed. Okay. All right. And, and, um, and I, I was just, I, I was, uh, we're up to totally up to our eyeballs in debt. Um, we're, we're probably going to start missing payments really soon. And, and the spirals would begin. And I went and I got out that notebook from that retreat. And I finally started to take it seriously. Oof. And I said, okay, what I am doing is not working. Why didn't my job work? Why didn't this work? Why didn't that work? How much of this stuff that I got from this retreat? And, and you know what? Most of the stuff in there was bang on. I still have that notebook. And, you know, and it's probably maybe a little bit fuzzy in a few details, but in really broad stro strokes, it was exactly right. And, um, and when, when I stopped trying to be something I wasn't, and I started trying to be the eccentric, weird combination of actual things that I am, that I do do well, and, and most of it was based on victories you already had. So there, there was always a history 
you know, even if it was just a little prize you won in school, um, there, there was always an actual history. And, and, um, and, and I want to circle back to something um, th- that, you know, you can never please everybody. And, um, and in fact, your ability to please some people is pretty much directly proportional to your willingness to offend others. Mm-hmm. So like, John, you got you got that um, that that nasty email from right. some guy, right? It's like, first of all, I don't know this guy, but my like knee jerk reaction is that guy is shoving down some kind of an emotional thing that he doesn't want to talk about, and totally. you you pushed his button, and he's like, "Don't do that to me," okay. Well, you know, he can go listen to somebody else's email list if if you know whatever, okay, but. Like John, if somebody doesn't like the military and they don't like stories of Iraq, then guess what? They're probably not going to be your customer. Uh, On the other hand, uh, I can already predict that you've probably got hundreds of guys and gals out there who have done that. Own, and you're like one of the only public figures. Um, You know, uh, it's not like all the Hollywood actors are like, "Oh yeah, let me tell you about my tour in Iraq." Right. You're one of the few people that can actually relate to that. No, that's powerful, Perry. And that's exactly the direction that, you know, I wanted to take that newsletter. And, you know, that's exactly what I want Fire Nation to be taking out of that is, you know, those people that that are, you know, shoving something down deep inside them. That's not a reflection on you, Fire Nation. That's a reflection (laughs) on them. So you need to keep doing what resonates with you. And again, the 99 percent of emails that I got that were positive in thanking me for, you know, kicking them in the butt and having and spurring them forward was huge. And Perry, I want to pull a few things out of what you said, because you just dropped some value bombs across your obstacles, challenges, the, the journey of your struggle. And first of all, Fire Nation, this is Perry Marshall. Yes, the Perry Marshall. And he's telling you <laughs> about this time when he was a human being, when he, and he did fail, when things that he did and touched didn't turn right to gold. He was backed into a corner. And I love that phrase that you use, Perry. You were backed into a corner. And that is just kind of like the baby effect that I talk about. It's that innate human sense of survival. When you're backed into a corner and there's no, nothing to do except take violent action, you finally started to take it seriously, again, in your own words. And this is kind of how I want to end like my summation of what you did, Perry, before we go on to your next story. This is what I really realized myself, and I feel like you got there when you sat down with that pad of paper, Perry. You had not yet mastered your inner game. You were trying to master the outer game, you know, consuming yeah, all yeah, the content, yeah. you know, going to the right places, trying to sell the products, but you hadn't mastered your inner game. Who was Perry Marshall, this quirky, kind of eccentric guy who was, right. you know, going to sell things a little differently, who's going to look at life a little differently? Once you mastered your inner game, Perry, that's when things started to happen. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, so. No, you're exactly right. And, and the only thing I want to add is that, you know, you said, so, you know, back when you were we're just a human and everything you touched and turned. <laughs> well, look, I still fail a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in fact, I've, I've even thought of doing a seminar like, um, you know, the, the, the 10 launches uh, and, and product things that we did that, you know, completely bombed. You know, I don't know if anybody want to hear about it, but like, <laughs> look. You know, we, we still, we still bomb and we still make mistakes, you know, and, and like, Look, your your willingness to make mistakes and tolerate the pain of that and just keep going and keep going is, 
I think one of your absolute biggest um, uh, factors uh, of being an entrepreneur. Okay, let me um, A, sign up for that seminar and B, <laughs> let me sign up the rest of Fire Nation for that seminar because that would be awesome. So yes, check that block. And Perry, I want you to tell us another story now and this time it's going to be at a different point in your journey. Again, it's totally your choice what story you tell us, but I, what I want the theme to be is when a light bulb went off, when you had this aha moment, you took action, Perry, and had success. So take us to that story. Went through my notebook and I figured out like, okay, here's what it's got to look like. And it was really aligned with who I was. And like, you have to know yourself before, before you even get to know your customers and all that stuff. Right. Like you really have to know. And, and, and I said, and I figured out what kind of job I would be successful in. And a few months later, just such a job came along and I managed to jump over to this new job. And um, it was actually pretty similar in quite a few respects, but it was different in a few others. And a couple of the things that were different was this was the late 90s and web marketing was still really new, but the company had a website and they had, they had things on the website that really offered serious value and helped people sell, solve serious problems. And it made them want to enter their contact information and request more. And I was, and every morning when I went to work, I would have a handful of sales leads that had, had come in from the night before. And there'd be a couple faxes on the fax machine and maybe a voicemail or or two. And all of a sudden, I was responding to people based on being put in a good position um, in the customer's mind rather than chasing people around. Right. And all of a sudden, I could solve their problem from a position of some authority, even if it was just a little bit of authority. But at least they had showed up and asked a question. And I wasn't like banging on doors and all that. <laughs> and, and, and I got to tell you, like the first six months of the, that job, first of all, the, like my first commission check was the biggest commission check I ever got. Wow. And, and secondly, like the first six months was just like therapy. Like, you know, I think I'm just going to sit down in this chair and enjoy the fact that the phone's going to ring pretty soon instead of me like having to pick it up, you know, and, you know, and, yeah, I, I, I hope you take this the right way, but you understand that making a cold call can be as scary as facing guns? Oh, my my goodness. I know it firsthand because, you know, when my first job out of the military was having to cold call financial advisors with John Hancock as an mm. internal vari variable annuities guy in 2008, Perry, during the crash <laughs> of the economic, you know, entire Wall Street. So I was like, um, can I be back in a tank in Iraq like now, please? <laughs> wow. Isn't that weird? Isn't, yes. Right? And like, wow, I wish I was in a tank. Like, well, okay. So I guess, you know, yeah, cold calling's a job for real men too. <laughs> it is. It really, really is. And, and you know, I was able to put things in perspective at the same time and, and really just suck it up and make those calls because mostly of those commitments that I had made, you know, to those soldiers who I had lost during that year. And that was the perspective I was able to use to motivate me and push me forward. But man, was it terrifying. I was paralyzed. I remember having my hands on the actual phone and I wasn't able to pick it up. I just like couldn't physically pick it up. I'm like, what, what's my problem right now? It was like this subconscious inner game again that I yeah. hadn't mastered. So Perry, 
I love that. Like, you know, and, and again, like I'm a big fan of your book. You know, I recently went through it and, you know, the whole 80-20 principles are so massive and you mm-hmm. mastered those, you know, before most people even knew they existed. Um, so I recommend anybody checking that out because it's all about the 80-20, you know, where 20% of your actions, you know, can really result in 80% of those results and then more. And, and yes. you give all these examples, which I love. But I want you to take us, Perry, because you've had so many incredible moments. You know it, I know it, but I want you to share with Fire Nation just your one proudest entrepreneurial moment. I was at a conference and I bought Joe Polish a hamburger, and this was probably 12 <laughs> years ago or something, and, and I was just picking his brain, and one of the things he said, he said, he said, when you go into a market, go deep. You know, don't just skim the cream off the top. Like you go super deep, you dominate every corner of it. You be the guy that can buy advertising in the magazines that everybody else can't afford to buy advertising in and so on and so forth. And, and, and he told me that and it sank in and I got it. And then I forgot about the conversation for several years. Okay. (laughs) But no, no, it's okay. Because like somehow it went into my bones. And, and so, um, a couple years later, um, I got invited to uh, Ken McCarthy needed a speaker for uh, for Google AdWords for his system seminar, and uh, and he said Perry, who should I get? And I told him the name of somebody, and he went and he asked him, and they turned him down. And Ken came back to me and he said, Perry, I think you should speak on Google AdWords. And I'm like, um, and. I thought like, oh, okay, I know what that means. That means I'm in like in the AdWords book tape and seminar business. Da, 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 da. Okay. So I, I go speak at a seminar and I jump in. And the funny thing is like a year later, I'm the number one guy in that space. Right. And by the way, it, it was it was dog eat dog ferocious. <laughs> Bec- it was It was like – I don't know, just imagine like a big hill where somebody is throwing steak and there's all these dogs coming oh, to eat the steak. Analogy. I mean, it was it was like that, but I knew I knew that my job was to be the number one guy in that market so that when the, when the smoke cleared that that it was me on on top of that mountain and and there were there were mechanical things like website conversion rates sure. and testimonials and all the stuff that I had to have in place and 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 I did that and you know the funny thing is 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 today I'm not really an AdWords expert. I have staff members who are because it's actually so big, it takes multiple people to even stay on top of it. And really what I become is an expert on how to dominate a market. Right. Because the fact that I did that is more important than Google AdWords per se, and it requires a lot more than knowing Google AdWords. Knowing Google AdWords is not going to make you number one in a market. Okay, it'll get you into some markets, but it won't make you number one. And and so, really, I, I find that's why a lot of people are actually coming to me. And it's like, well, what's the big picture, and what are the little leverage points? And you know, there's hundreds of little leverage points, but of course, twenty percent of them generate almost all of the results, and the rest are, are probably a waste of time. And so, uh, but 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 it, it was that experience of okay, I'm going to dominate this market, and it was a growing market. And it was a market where people had money and spent money. And so, you know, you need to pick the right markets. And, and, 
you know, they need to be growing and people need to be willing to spend money in those markets. And then, and then it becomes actually ridiculously easy to make a good living and, and to do things that you feel really proud of. Such true words, Perry. And I love that image that you concocted for us about just this, this big mountain and there's all this smoke. You can't even see it. You know, you can just, just see the smoke starting to clear a little bit. Then at the top of this hill, there's just Perry Marshall standing there with a big smile on his face after dominating the ad words and doing what had to be done. And one thing that I really want you to absorb, Fire Nation, and what he said, and this is a phrase that I like to use, Perry, is called one inch wide and one mile deep. Literally. Like just one inch wide, one mile deep, and you become that only person that's willing to go that deep into that one inch wide topic or subject. Perry did it with Google AdWords. I did it with podcasting. Perry, Uh I was the only guy that was crazy enough to do a a seven-day-a-week podcast interviewing inspiring successful entrepreneurs like you. People said it couldn't be done, including my mentor, including Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man. But I said, hey, if those guys say it can't be done and it is a- and it is able to be done, if someone's able to do it, watch out world. And you know, here we are, your episode 688. I'm coming up on two straight years of doing this. And you know, and we've turned into a multi-million dollar annual business because we were able to go one mile deep in a one one inch topic, which was seven day a week podcasts. Yes, and congratulations because um, you know podcasting has been kind of this wild west thing for actually like ten years, and it's it's starting to organize now. And you you know, you want to you want to be a leader before it all gels, not sometime later. (laughs) Fire Nation, listen to the words of Perry. Find your thing that you are willing to go one mile deep in and get it before, you know, that wave crests, you know, be there when it's starting to build and watch out world. And I mean, Perry, you have so many exciting things going on. Even right now, you have a team in place. What's the Mm -hmm. one thing that has you most fired up today? What has me fired up is that I am, I am really actually starting to to get off the hamster wheel. Um, and uh, what, here's what I mean by that. Sure. You know, for years, the culture of, of online marketers has been, you know, wearing the marketing hat is the highest paying job, you know, that there is. Well, that's sort of true, but actually there there is a higher paid job than that. And that is creating an environment and a system where marketers, even the world's best ones, uh, should you hire them, can work within and that you are orchestrating the process rather than being the person that's like right at the point of production. And, um, and, and so um, I've, I've gotten to where I do very little of the day-to-day-to-day in my business and and it's done by a team and it's running like a real company. Um, and, uh, and I'm, you know, really changing my, the definition of what I'm trying to do so that rather than trying to, you know, just generate cash that, uh, that we're really building equity in something. Um, and that's, that's just a completely different perspective and it's a completely different level of autonomy. And, you know, there are some things that I really want to do in my life, like hopefully wake up 1% of the world out of their sleepwalking. 
um, you know, that you can't do if you're like always the guy doing it. Right. Um, and so, so, so I'm very excited about that. Um, I've, um, I, I've, you know, I've got new mentors in my life that are teaching me new things that I need to learn. And so, uh, that honestly, that is what I'm excited about. It's lovely. And, you know, is that Michael Gerber e myth revisit? You know, work on your business, not in right. your business. Perry, if you're going to wake up 1% in the world, my friends, you've got to be the person that's able to direct others to do the minutiae, the day to day stuff. Well, you're big vision, you're big picture. And, Perry, I mean, this fires me up. I could talk about this stuff all day long, but we are about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. When you're planning your future, you do financial planning, you get insurance, but to get real peace of mind, you got to make sure your family and finances are legally protected. So where do you turn for legal help you can trust? LegalZoom.com. For over 13 years, they've been helping Americans get personalized wills, powers of attorney, and living trusts. LegalZoom also helps file LLCs, S-corporations, and more to protect you against personal liability. The company was started by some of the best legal minds in the country, and they make it painless for you to get the legal protection that you need. Have questions? You can always reach out to someone at LegalZoom, and they'll talk you through the process. You can get legal help through independent attorneys and self-help services at your direction, but they're not a law firm. For special savings, be sure to enter FIRE at the referral box at checkout. Go to LegalZoom.com slash FIRE today to protect your business and control your family's future. I have three virtual team members here at Entrepreneur on Fire, and let me tell you, they are integral to the success of my business. The thing is, they're all in different countries. It's important that we meet and collaborate in order to get things done, and this is why millions of professionals and businesses rely on Citrix GoToMeeting. GoToMeeting allows you to meet from the convenience of your computer, smartphone, or tablet. Whether you're on the go and traveling or at home, your meeting will not have to wait. My favorite part, you can hold as many meetings as you need with anyone from anywhere in one virtual space. You can share screens and present in real time while seeing each other with HD video conferencing. Just turn on your webcam. When's the last time you felt like you were in the same room with your team? Try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use promo code FIRE. That's GoToMeeting.com, promo code FIRE. Perry. Welcome to the lightning rounds, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I completely had the willingness to do it. I just, uh, I didn't even know how to judge who could teach me. And I I really took some serious uh, detours for quite a while. It's tough. It's tough. You know, you got to find someone in your industry, in your niche. You know, for me, that was a fellow podcaster. Who was it for you, Perry? It's really been several people. But if I had to name two people, it would be Dan Kennedy and Richard Koch. <laughs> um, I, I think a lot of people know Dan. I, I probably don't need to talk about Dan. Richard, Richard really, um, he, he brought me probably three different times a completely new way of understanding everything I was already doing. And that's very rare for somebody to ever be, be able to do that. But, but the first time it was his book, The 80-20 Principle. And the second time it was his book, The Star Principle. 
And, and I want to talk about that for a little bit because it's actually, I've been talking about it the whole time, but I really need to give it a name. Sure. Okay. And so the star principle is essentially Richard's formula for how he went from, uh, from zero to $270 million net worth in about 27 years, working most of that time working an hour a day. And, um, and here's what the star principle is. In a nutshell, it's number one, only go into a market that's growing 10% a year or more. Number two, only invest in or be the number one company. Do not be number two. Do not be number three. Do not be number four. Um, and number three, if you're not number one, redefine the niche so you can be number one. So in other words, be Coke, don't be Pepsi. And if you can't be Coke, be Dr. Pepper. But don't be Mr. Pib. <laughs> and don't be Fanta. Right? <laughs> okay, this, this is majorly important. Yeah. Okay? It's like, it's, it all comes down to the market you even go into and the number one player. And so, so John, what, what you're, you are... Now, I didn't go like look up the rankings or, or, or whatever, but you, you are in a serious position to be the number one business podcast for the next five years. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we were, uh, just for a little background, awarded Best of iTunes in 2013. Right. Right. So you're like right at that in the market still sorting itself out. Even, even as long as podcasting has been around, right, it's really just in the last couple of years started to gel. Okay. And there's very large audiences and the applications and the technologies all, all, all ironed out. So like, you know, you, you define that niche, you even narrow the niche a little bit if you need to. And you like be number one, be number one, because yep. the number one player in any market has, you have first right of refusal of all these opportunities and everybody takes your phone calls and everybody wants to be in your podcast. I mean, we get lots of requests for interviews. I can't do all these interviews. Why am I here talking to you? Why is it me talking to you and like not one of my staff? It's because you are a leader. Okay, and so and so I have a, a tool that Richard and I put together. If you go to starprinciple.com, you can take any company, any product, any market, any niche, whatever you're working on, and you can answer 12 questions. It'll take you about two minutes, and it will give you a score from zero to 200. And anything over 100 qualifies as a star business. And... You should go take a look at that and, and, and score yourself and say, what score does my current business get? And some businesses will get a 12 and some of them will get an 86 and some of them will get 130. Um, but go to starprinciple.com. It's free um, and, and score yourself. Um, and it's like, I wish somebody would have told me this 10 years ago. Right. But, but, but what, I, what I saw was that when, when I discovered Star Principle, is like, well, I'll be darned, every home run I've hit in my career fit this criteria, except this just made it so much simpler. And now I can pick and choose and sort based on a list of things rather than just going, oh, that feels right. 
So Perry, I love this. This is going to be front and center on your show notes page on eofire.com, starprinciple.com. Fire Nation, just go directly there. But of course, everything that we've been talking about is going to be at eofire.com slash Perry Marshall. And Perry, we're just going to rip through the rest of the lightning round right now because you have so much greatness to share. I want to still give you a little time at the end here. So very quickly, maybe one sentence for the rest of these questions. What yep. is the best advice you've ever received? 80-20. Oh, love that. Share one of your personal habits, Perry, that you believe contributes to your success. I have a ritual every morning. I wake up, get out of bed, cup of tea, one hour with a notebook and a blank, blank sheet of paper in the morning. I pray, I meditate, I focus my mind, and I don't let anything else interrupt that hour. Boom. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? 80-20 Sales and Marketing. It, it is the book that I wish I had had when I was fumbling and stumbling through that sales <laughs> job. Um, I mean, really, it was like, I'm going to write the book that nobody had written when I needed it. Well, Perry, you don't know this, but you've actually been accompanying me over the last few evenings as I've been paddleboarding here in the San Diego Bay. Oh, really? um, I got the audio version of 8020 Sales and Marketing. So I've been mm. listening to your words piping through as I'm on the paddleboard saying, don't fall off, don't fall off. <laughs> and Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't yeah. already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one. And if you haven't done it yet, you can get it for free as a gift from Audible at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Perry, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would take my star principle set of 12 questions at starprinciple.com, and I would interview businesses, and I would pick the stars and I would do marketing consulting for them with an equity stake. Perry sums it up. He is Mr. 8020 for a reason. And Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been mm. hanging out with Perry and myself today. So keep up the heat. And Perry, Fire Nation, again, is well aware. They can find the links to everything that you've been talking about, your website, your book, all this other greatness at eofire.com. Just type Perry in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And Perry, I just want to thank you, first off, for that really kind appreciation to myself being a veteran and all the other that are serving this country currently and that are veterans as well. So we salute those veterans. We salute those currently serving. And Perry... Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. John, thank you very much. This is a really good interview. Fire Nation, I've launched another daily show. I know, but I love podcasting. It's called Quotes on Fire, and it's a seven-day-a-week podcast where I share a quote from history's greatest entrepreneurs in a killer resource. Check it out in iTunes or at qofire.com. 
Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 